Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my boy, the master of the polar burger, Zach Elias. That thing was rough. And we're wearing awesome. our gear from yesterday. How'd that great. work out for you? Yeah, we we went to the game last night, which we'll talk about, Orioles uh, v. Mets. But uh, before we get into it, Booze Your Daddy, we're doing a special themed episode today. We're talking about board games, and all of our listeners participated, and we're always looking for more participation and ideas for shows. Some people threw some extra stuff in there. Booze Your Daddy Live, Tuesdays, even though today is a Wednesday, comes out on Saturdays. Download, rate, review, subscribe. You know the deal. Facebook, YouTube, yada, yada, yada. We should do a streaming site called yada, yada, yada. I guarantee you that's already taken. A million percent. Seinfeld porn. Were you there that one time when we were trying to convince uh, somebody on our softball team who is into exhibitionism and also bakes? And I said, you need to get onlypans.com. She looked ah. into it. $1,500 for the site. To own it? That's, yeah, that's worth it. The, actually, the site said something on the lines of, if you're not serious with your offers, don't even bother. I think it's good. She should go for it. What else does she have going on these days? We got a lot of stuff planned for today, but before we do, you know the rules, Zachy. What are you drinking? Uh, I don't want to make any too much noise because everything picks up on my fancy microphone. Yeah. Uh, another red stripe. Last one. Then I got new stuff coming. Hollow. What do you got? Hallelujah. Some Orioles, some Orioles beer, some... I actually have a Ravens beer that we might get into. $19 Coors Light like last night. Again, we're for sale. And when I was moving out of the city, a former guest we had on the show, episode, I don't know, 38, Rochelle Rochelle, has ever so kindly donated a beer to the show from the Taproot Brewing Company. It is called the F-Bomb. I noticed that she didn't so kindly donate me a beer, the F-Bomb. Technically, neither did Ron Katz. I just gave you one of the four pack that he gave me. He gave me a, he gave you a four pack? Where's my other beer? I got two more, buddy. <laughs> yeah, bring it here. Don't get three and I get one. That's bananas. Speaking of bananas, Amarillo, Ariana, and Simcoe. Not sure what any of that means, but I don't it's know what a any of those words mean. N E I P A, which stands for, I think one time I said Northeast. It's obviously New England, but it is 7.2% alcohol fruit explosion. That was your nickname in eighth grade, I heard. Yamas. Yamas. Cheers to you. Absolutely. Come on, that thing. Hair of the dog and Alonzo Burger made me hungover today. For people who don't know, we did a little group outing last night where we did Orioles Mets, where the signature food now of City Field was some absolutely horrible burger. It's the Pete Alonzo Polar Bear Burger or Polar Burger, where it is a mediocre hamburger with some caramelized onions and all juice sauce. For $16. And somehow that's also 1,450 calories. That's great. That one, no fries. Straight up burger. That's it. I gotta be honest, man. I thought it came with the onion straws in the picture, and when I, I walked away everything. with the little thing, and your boy Eric has two, he had a bag, which means he has easily two thousand calorie dinner. That's great. And it showed. Zach saw saw the fourteen hundred. He goes, "Looks like I'm having yogurt for lunch tomorrow." Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> but it crossed my mind. <laughs> it's so great for people who watch this show and think, "Oh, that guy, he's such a character." You're crazier in person. Yeah, this is tamped down. <laughs> You can feel it that you're actually kind of toned down. Zach had a zinger yesterday that I don't even know if this plays out well, but he's asking me a question about something. And I was trying to explain it to him. I said, how much do you care about this? He goes, give me the elevator pitch. Elevator pitch. Don't so ask me that much I care. Elevator pitch. Just- and then I start talking and he imaginarily touches six on the elevator. 
Yeah, I don't have forty flights of this in me. Six flights, go. Just I don't know what that story you had to be there for that, but he literally like fake pushes a button. Like, go ahead, get on with your story. Yeah. But yeah. Zach- I use elevator pitch a lot day to day. Just give it to me in six flights or less. Are we taking the stairs? Yeah. No, not after the Alonso burger. I'd be winded. Let's set up base camp at four. Now, I haven't told many people this story of what happened last night, and I actually in bed this morning was thinking about it and talking about fruit explosions. Let's set the scene last night for probably one of the funniest things that's ever happened at a baseball game. We are sitting in the outfield, and I'm not talking about when Almora Jr. ran headfirst into Which the wall. we not only saw, but heard. Heard. I mean, we were Ooh. how far? 100 feet? I mean, we were right it, there. Yeah, it was loud. And there so, was nobody there, by the way. There was like 18 people in the stands, so you could hear everything. That is to our left. To our right is the foul pole, although most people know, you know, if you hit the foul pole, it's fair. But, you know, it's hard to see home runs where you're sitting. But where we are, we have the perfect angle because it's as simple as it does the ball cross in front of the pole. You see a white door or not. That's it. 2-1, bottom, was it bottom of the ninth? Ninth. And... Some putts for the Mets hits a bomb, and, it, and we look over, and I was very sure that it was foul. Ten feet at least, as was everybody in our group. The umpire gives the home run call, and a kid who I don't 24. know how, oh, with maybe a day of experience, and he was two three rows in front of us, who still has beer in the bottom of the ninth. I don't know how he nursed it that long. He just turns in, what he's doing. in celebrate. Now, mind you, it wasn't a walk-off. It was no, the it would have t- sent the game. To, it would have sent us to still be there. This kid takes his beer and turns it upside down oh, over oh, his oh. head. And it's just like, woo! <laughs> and about instantly after that, they review it. Foul ball. He's like an <laughs> idiot. It's soaking wet. And it was cold. It was freezing there. last night. It was so much wind. It was like in the low 50s, but it, the wind, it was brutal. Zach, I was in tears. It was I insane. Mean, it was and then, thank God they won. You can at least celebrate. Because imagine losing and still doing a you know, moron. It's essentially putting a Gatorade bath on the coach and to lose the game. I've never seen anybody do that. Not to mention the beers were going for a low, low price of fourteen twenty-five. Oh, yeah. He dropped $7 on his head easy. <laughs> and they still had some shakes when they actually did yeah. win. 48 cents a shake. Oh, my God. It was so great. So we decided to do a themed episode where we're talking about board games. And, you know... We're very loose. So when I threw this question out to most people, you know, I always pictured this as basically non-video games. That's how I interpreted it as. I I think it's it's a board game, though I don't. I have one that does not require a board, but I I don't consider card games to be board games, unless there are cards on the board. But like you and I playing War, it's not a it's not a board game. I purposely left out War right now, just dead air. would go on for nine hours. I mean, I mean, this is a live episode. If that number ever got to zero, which I don't think it can because I have a roommate that's currently watching it. We just play war. We just play, play. I'm thinking of a car. Ready? One, two, three, seven. Yeah, I win. Four. <laughs> or like four. in the Met games, if the game is out of reach, if it's like 14 to two in the fifth inning, they'll just get a pack of like cards from 1986 or, or 8092. And Gary, Keith, and Ron will just go through the whole box and just talk about random players. And they're that's good. Hey, I know this guy. Oh, I remember that guy because it's 1994. Yeah, that's what that's their shtick. If the game is out of reach, someone will just bring them the entire set of Fleer from that era and like whatever. I mean, go. you know my deal with Vegas Vacation when he goes to that casino and they're like, I'm thinking of 
of a number. Four, five. He was like, ah. Anyways, I decided to leave all playing card games yes, out of this roommate Because he gets upset when I say wife. So I guess it's roommate these days. Somewhere in between. Okay. Maybe not for very much longer. From there, people. You know, Mrs. Manicotti next door in New Jersey. Mrs. Manicotti. <laughs> well, whatever you got out there. When we were making our list, and I got a lot of great answers that we'll go through, you know, there's so many factors to think of, right? You have the, do you love playing these games now? Did you grow up playing these games? Are these games fun because you have kids? Are these games fun to play when you're out drinking? No game is fun because you have kids. No, there's, but there are some games that are better to play with kids where you're like, oh, this isn't 18 hours of my day. Also, kids can't play certain games. Simple as that. Good ones. (laughs) There's also some games that are just nostalgic, like you grew up playing this. So we're going to do this the same way we did last time where, Zach, you're going to give me – I'll give you honorable mentions because you had to do that last time like an asshole, but you took 17 honorable mentions. Very many fewer this time. You get three. You get three honorable mentions. So my honorable mentions, because it's a card game, so I didn't count it, but I like it. It's taboo. Jenna and I are very good at it, and when we're not that good, we cheat. We're fantastic taboo cheaters. We don't ever lose. Trivial Pursuit, I have as an honorable mention because it's good, but there's a redundancy because the cards don't change unless you buy more, but no one's ponying up. So you play it enough, you'll just know the answers to certain questions. And the game that only I know because my dad used to do business in Georgia and it was big down there, but it's great, Pigmania. Never Pigmania, if you get go on eBay and buy Pigmania, worth your between eBay, nine and you mean I get it used? Oh, yeah, this thing hasn't been made since 91. Uh, it's essentially a dice game, but pigs are the dice, and if they touch each other, how they land. It- oh, I think I played something like that, like a drinking game, at least where it, it depends on how they I mean, leave. You can get blasted if you need to, but yes, it's not, it doesn't. Is there anything to- more than just the pigs? No, it's just yeah, the pigs. I, I think I played that before, but I played mm-hmm. it as a drinking game. I definitely have. It's how many legs I think are in the air. Is There's what a bunch of different ones. It, it's yeah, how they, yeah, how they I, land. They can be top, top of each other, making bacon. There's a lot of names for it. The whole thing is one big, you know, pig pun. (laughs) Those are your honorable mentions. That's it. What are your honorable mentions? So so my honorable mentions, let's start first with Backgammon, which is a very Jewy game. I like Backgammon because it has the combination of skill and just outright luck, which I couldn't think of very many games where you could be the worst. And in theory, a three-year-old could win if they just constantly are rolling the right thing. I mean, Backgammon is a fun game to play because there's strategy to it and you can play at a high level. But at no point would I ever feel completely dead money. If I was playing against the Backgammon king of the world, I would still have a chance more than any other game I can think of. Yeah? Yeah, maybe. Queen's game of Backgammon. Another one that I really enjoy, which did get written in by a lot of our uh, fans was Cranium and call it Club Cranium. I could go on where there's a couple of funny rounds to Cranium. One that I like is where you have to make a person into, so you have to literally move their arms. But the thing, when we used to play this in college sometimes, nothing makes me laugh harder than the clip from Family Guy where Stewie's drawing something and they have a little dinner party and the person's like, jackal, jackal, jackal. It's a jackal. Is it a jackal? And then the time. That's it wasn't a jackal. It's not cranium. I know, but when we played cranium in college and they have a drawing round, we jackal. would just say jackal and it was a laugh every time. <laughs> so that gives me good memories of cranium. And then another one, which I'm throwing in here for a couple different reasons. I don't know if you ever heard the game Mastermind. It's a fantastic game. Okay. It, it came close. It's All right. just sort of dorky. So for people who don't know what that is, is it's, you know, the person can't see what your colors are, but you put four or five colored pegs and then they have to guess the order. Now there's a game I learned growing up that was called Hang In There, which I could, this is a great game when you're waiting for a table to play with your daughter or little kids, but you do the same thing with numbers. You make five. I think I had 20 and you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> you face a little I bit did too. it once and it worked. It was, I was the coolest I've ever felt in my life. I, I was no in- barbecue. 
I did it. It's up to her 20. I, I've never felt bigger in my life. How small would you have felt if she was like, your table's still 45 minutes, sir? About as small as I feel all the rest of the time. <laughs> That's only worked once. Granted, I've never tried it. When I was living in Vegas, I have a kid who throws money around, a friend. He came out. We went to a steakhouse and they were like, the table will be ready in tomorrow. And he was like, you don't even have a table? And he gave her 100. I think we sat. This kid throws money around. He does well for himself. He, uh, Yeah, we sat in about 10 minutes. It was it was fantastic. You know, I, I, I did the Larry David. Things are done, aren't they? She goes, sometimes I go, things are done? She goes, yeah. Go, Does 20 bucks make it happen? Yeah. Instantly. Within four. I, I, I said to her, do I even have time to go get my party? Or am I eating alone? <laughs> uh, the hell was it? It was Jenna, Eric, and Beth. That was the group. I, it's <laughs> great. I would have, she goes, yes, you have time to get your party. Uh, what about my friend, Mr. Washington, and his friend, <laughs> Mr. Washington? <laughs> <laughs> so Mastermind, the game that I know that's like it when you're waiting for a table and you play with little kids called Hang In There, it's very similar. You draw five dashes, four rows of it, and the kid guesses a number. It will literally, the intelligence level is low. It's good for critical thinking. Mastermind was one of my favorite games pulling up because it makes you think a little bit. All right, Zach, what is your number 10? You know, I'm throwing another uh, honorable mention. I'm throwing Twister in there because it's a physical game, but I'm not some sure that was on some people's lists. Go but, on. Right, my number 10 was a game I don't know if you've heard of. It was a it was a hit for a while and a blast. Huge, though. The Fireball Island. What the hell is that? Fantastic. You, like, push little fireballs. You're going to steal a gem. Fantastic game. Very big in the late 80s, early 90s. Okay. Never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to look that, that up. That was my one wild card because I thought my list was too boring. My number 10 is a classic, which some people did say... I liked playing checkers growing up. Checkers was a game that I remember that I could compete with some, like, I don't know, when I was in third grade, I beat a fourth grader once. Best day of my life. It was in... Machi. Yeah. I like checkers. Yeah. King me. Then you have to decide the rules. Do you have to jump? Do you not have to jump? Checkers is a fun you one. Go. You make those up to suit your needs when you need them. Oh, no. When you play against people enough, it's like beer pong nowadays. Oh, yeah, you, have yeah. to, you have to decide the rules because I when you start playing, they go, wait, what do you mean you're not jumping? You, you have play, to jump. It's very self-serving. Yes. No, no. The way I play, you have 19 queens. Yeah, that's pretty good. My my number nine, shoots and ladders. Otherwise known as snakes, snakes and, ladders. and ladders. It's because you can, it's just so heartbreaking. You can be right there and it just shatters you and it teaches kids about devastation. Yeah, it's called my high school experience dating. Absolutely. Yeah. And last night at the Orioles game. But it, 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 it it's just the ups and downs. The, the emotion swings are bigger in that game than in any other. Love it. My number nine, I wanted to put higher, but I found games I like more. I've been writing bits for comedy, you know, here and there. I, I can't get this one to go just yet, but the reason I blame all the, oh, not fruitcakes, snowflakes of today's society. Fruitcakes is bad too, by the way. (laughs) Guess who? Guess who is about as simple as you can make it, where you just go, is he black? Is he white? It's It's like even simpler now. When's the last time you played Guess Who? No, they've reduced it. They have made it much more diverse. Mm -hmm. So you can really narrow them down in like two seconds. Like where's the guy Oriental Avenue? Pretty much. It used to be like, 30 white guys and a black guy. But now it's like three black guys, three Asians, three blondes, a guy with like a handicap of some sort. It really made it inclusive and made it way easier. So I don't know when that happened, but again, the fact that we were- Snowflakes took over. We were conditioned with guess who? And something that I'll give an honorable mention, nobody really mentioned it, was hungry, hungry hippos. Eat as much fucking food as you can and judge people on how they look and dress. I feel like that was my comedy bit, by the way, was those two games shaped us as as a society. Society. So is the other on your list? No. Is it on yours? We'll get to it in about <laughs> 10 minutes because it's high. My number eight is it's not a board game. This is the one that I went off book on. Go ahead. But it's great 
and it's it's insanity. Is it in the board game aisle? Yeah, it's Jenga. I so, love Jenga. Jenga's just coconuts. Anything goes, and when you lose, it's the worst. You, you know it's happening. You've got to be just committed to it, and you know it's death. Um, Absolutely, Zach. That is a great call because I have Jenga, but I have it much higher. I'll talk about it now. It's my number six for many reasons. One, it's a very social game. Two, yeah. Jenga has been stepped up over the years where, I, I mean, I went to a party one time, and somebody took out a Jenga set, gave everybody a couple of blocks, and you had to write something on it. So it immediately turns into a chug a beer, take a shot, turn your underwear inside out. Like it has become more fun. Jenga is so popular now. Underwear inside out in front of everybody. So you take, you whip your schwanz and your underwear inside out. Not going to lie. I made that one up just now. They when have we this play Jenga. That's going to be on one of them. <laughs> Everyone is blank except for one, and that's going to be on it. <laughs> so that game also now they have at bars where you play massive Jenga and Jenga's. I'm not going to lie. I've watched TikTok videos and it lands on Jenga where it's one block and you watch the person swipe the one block out and the thing stands. I've watched that thing on replay before. If you can do that move, you're a Jenga god. Yeah, you need to pick a black belt and multiple. I bet you Julia can do it. Multiple black belts, and she's the correct ethnicity um, for those kind of things. Is my Bryson watching this right now? Shouldn't he be asleep? My Bryson can stay up as late as he wants. My Bryson shouldn't. He's five, almost. Yeah, penis. His, his birthday's but, coming up. Yeah, what are we going to get him, Jenga? <laughs> Way to break a five. My <laughs> number eight, which I got to do. Do you know the game Balderdash? No. Okay. Did you play during the quarantine any Jackbox TV? That was one of the big things that happened. No. So people I, I during whatever she wants to watch. All right. People during pandemic, there was this online game that was called Jackbox, and they had a bunch of different games. I'm not going into all of them, but one of the games was literally Balderdash. Is they give you a word and you have to define it, and then everybody puts their answers in the middle, and then the person has to pick out what the correct one is. Of course, you don't know what it is. So you're basically it's all gibberish. So you're making up these words and you try to trick everybody else to voting for your word. That's the it's a really fun game. That's that, fantastic. That's just yeah. sick. It's great. It's really good. But again, if you know the word, you own it because you can just write two in and then you ma- automatically win. So Balderdash is a it's a fun game. It's weird words. You can play it with kids. You can play it with whoever. You get silly. You get crazy. And literally a game that people played a lot during 2020 via Zoom and whatever. It's called Fibbage. It was the same exact game. She just made that word up. No, um, even Shelby, Shelby just said we played Fibbage with her and Andrew and everybody. It was great. Yeah, they're all making this game up. That does sound fun, though. Okay, what, uh, who's up? What do we got? Seven? Not that I'm spectacular at it. I'm fine. Chess. Just because it's so brilliant and so unique and so renowned and, and you know, world played, it's just got to be on there for me. People had said chess. It didn't make it very high in the actual fan poll. I have repressed. It's not shockingly fun. It's just sort of perfect in, in its execution. Do you know how many people started playing chess after Queen's Gambit? I know Ron Katz and Rita started playing it. That, it was a big thing. We got to keep it spicy after that many years. For strip, strip chess in the cat's house? No, I imagine that, you know, during post-coitus, they're just laying it's like pawn to a7. No way. I guarantee they write dirty stuff on each one. When you take a pawn, you look at it like, just like your Jenga. It's great. You know. So I was never beaten as a child. My parents, my parents didn't do drugs. They didn't smoke. But Pussies. my most negative childhood memory was when my father would sit me down and my dad was a state champion at chess when he was a, a little kid. I mean, I don't think he really went anywhere with it. And he would sit down and just whoop my ass in chess for hours as he'd be like, all right, now I'll play without a queen. <laughs> now I'll play without my rooks. Is that more demoralizing than that's your move? That's death. 
I'm telling you that for me, chess is one of those I don't even want to look at anymore. I knew how all the laugh at you. Oh, passant. I don't care. I hate chess. My number seven, which this is another one that's kind of like Trivial Pursuit, where you say once you get to know the cards, it's not as fun. As recent as I don't know, a month or two ago, Julie and I were playing Mad Gab. Have you ever played? Do you know what Mad Gab is? I know what it is. I've never played it. It's where the card. So for people who don't know, it's the cards are written out kind of phonetically into other words, and the person who's reading it is saying like. I went to the store. I went to the store. And they're looking at everybody and they're just saying the line and they're looking at the round room going, I have no idea. I mean, the you're just sitting there and you're laughing hysterically. Some of my hardest laughs I've ever had playing a game was playing Mad Gap because the person can't read what it is and they're just saying it over and over and over. Pretty good. So Mad Gap for me was always one of those ones. It just made me laugh very hard. Number six. Battleship, but not the electric one. You got to do it yourself. <laughs> You got to make the noise. And if you want to cheat and go diagonal or stack them up, my eyes are closed. But yeah, I like Battleship. I never liked Battleship. I thought my friends always cheated and moved yeah, stuff around. Of course around. they cheated. That's how they win. You play you play the game straight, you're going to go O for the century. I was never a fan of that. My number six, we already went over Jenga. Your number five. My number five is Hungry Hungry Hippos. It's just chaos. Balls up and bounce. One hippo works better than the other. And if it's your <laughs> game, you know which one is better. Or the board has a slight tilt. Or the house lists to a certain way. So you always sit on that side of the house. Everybody has their own strategy. You can roll a nickel in somebody's house to find out their Hungry Great Hippos strategy. Whichever way it rolls, that's where the person sits. Your house, they would chase it. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) New Jewish car, you can stop on a diamond, pick it up. My number five, I actually didn't, when you gave an honorable mention to Taboo, I let it go because Taboo is very high on my list for- I didn't consider it a board game, but it's excellent. Again, is it in the aisle where the board games are? Yeah. So here's why I like Taboo. One, because I'm good at it and finding ways to connect words and it's one of those where you have to know your audience and you have to know what the person's thinking but there is nothing better Zach than when the person sitting there is you know the the clue is ice cream and you you know you can't say cold vanilla chocolate or cream right or whatever the words are and the person's like um basket robins cream and you get to be the person who goes I didn't say cream they're like yeah you did asshole you can make a noise at their expense, like Battleship or an ant or any of that. It's fantastic. But the Battleship is more like, no, Battleship, you're making the other person. This yeah. is a game where I can actively yeah. sit there and go, eh, in the person's so you're, face. You're a, you're a this? I'm, a, I'm an ex. No, you get to hold the thing and go, or you just yell. If you're not hiding the thing, you can be the thing. Nah, the thing is way more fun. But the whole room's going to yell at them. I'm also very, very good at Taboo. And again, that's one of those games where if you don't know what the other person knows, like I've been in games of Taboo where the other person, they get two, they get three. And I can go through nine or ten. You got to go up or down for your audience. easy with me and Jenna, too, with a kid. That place, Zoe did this. The thing Zoe did, Zoe's favorite color. You just name the kid as as the intermediary and you can go like 40 deep. And then the scores just run up. And when in doubt, we do always cheat. You know, you you sneak a peek. Sneak a peek at the card. (laughs) Make it look good. Number four. Oh, I'm up for number four. There we go. Stratego. Love Stratego. I gave away the farm the other day, my, my strategy. So I'm very good at Stratego. with eights around it. I heard your No, no, no. Sevens around it. Then the bomb. Seven. So seven. So when the eight gets through the bomb and they think they're cock strong, the next thing they hit is a seven and it's deflating. <laughs> Talk strong, no good for Stratego. That was great. I had Stratego growing up. It was one of those, you know, when board games got renewed, we had like a, a Stratego, Stratego from 1975. 
eh, it was what it was. They were Mine, 1975. They still make that thing? Yeah. What do you refurbish that for? It's the same game. Just was just one of those, it was one of those games where being a little kid, I could feel like when I would play with my uncle, he was letting me win. You, like, you could see oh, them shit. moving around and he would do the thing where you knew the one was coming and they'd be like, oh, it's my nine. I didn't realize I'm it. I'm also a big fan of faking with the bomb. You move it like six spaces. Eh, I don't want to do that. Move it back. So they think it's a piece, but it doesn't actually go anywhere. Terrible. I'm a dick like that. I, it's all mind games. My number four, I don't know if you know, but this game has gotten really big with some of my friends. It's called Telestrations. I've so, seen it. Yeah, I played so, it actually. I might even own it. I don't think, right. I think Jenna's loser friend got it for us for some. Yeah. It's very fun. So Telestrations, for people who don't know, is you get a, a book and it's a combination of Pictionary and also it, you're basically on both sides of the coin. So what you do is you look at a, a term or a saying and then you draw a picture of it and then you pass your book to the next person. So every everybody, there's like eight books, however many people you're playing with, you're constantly constantly rotating books around then i get a book and it's just a picture so then mm. i have to write the what i think it is in words i pass it to the next person yeah, they, it. and by so, the time it gets to the last person it, you know, it's, it's telephone meets telephone, pictionary yeah. and there has been some great ones because to this day it makes me laugh where we were playing one time and i drew a picture of tuna fish on a, a birthday cake it's something I, I forget exactly how it went down and the person next to me said goldfish birthday party like what are you doing it doesn't play out that well but telestration is one of those games that right now now you can play with your friends. It's a it's a good time, and it's always laughs. Always laughs. Oh yeah, always laughs. Good time. All right, who's up for three? Numa trois. Always you. Game of life. I like it. It's long. It's in depth. You get big money. It's just it's good. It's got all, it checks a lot. It's a lot of colors. You get little kids, little pigs in the car. A shitty station wagon. You can be a, a fake doctor like you or some real profession. You can do all kinds of things down the road. You get to pick your career. Go on. <laughs> Somebody commented when they voted, they added life to their game simply for the spinner. My friend Jess, she goes, no, just for the spinner alone. The spinner is fantastic. Spinner is great. It never works. It's like pops and like, that's not a real spin. Oh, it's a 10. It's not a real spin. They always yeah. fight. Or no, it's one. I got to spin again. My number three, which I wasn't even sure I wanted to put on there because the game annoys me so much, but I can name the board by heart. I used to play oh, online all the time. It's Monopoly. I mean, for it's my number three. If that's your Duke, it is. It is. But but Monopoly for me, I do love the game, but I have a love-hate relationship with it. I mean, I know that right now, if there were three people and they say, let's play Monopoly, I, I'm not playing. And what? take take the ones out. I have a, a Monopoly is forever, man. Not if you play the way I play. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it though. Like I said, I can name all the streets. I, I really yeah, like Monopoly. Monopoly is my one, and just like in life, the way to win against me is just to ignore me and not speak to me at all. Because if you engage me in Monopoly and, and play my reindeer game, I'm going to win. But if you ignore me and don't listen to my chatter and just play your game or make me play your game, yeah, then then I got nothing. But if you play my my warped way, forget it. I've you, heard that though. People are just like, oh, because if you don't make deals, the game takes forever. I when you play online, there's you auction off properties and yeah. it moves a lot. You deal out three properties, everybody get the game started. There's ways or of moving like, it along. You just keep engaging me so that I'll stop talking. Yeah, then I'm gonna win. But if you just like put the blockers on the noise cancellation headphones, you got you're gonna be how fine. many how many times have you gone home and just or sorry when you've gone to bed and you're like I just don't even care anymore I, I don't care like this is but one of those games only? yeah you always finish oh no I've definitely I've definitely given my money away and I'm like I don't care no just like you you know you always finish <laughs> the, the the crowd may not be there but I'm gonna finish number two Zach 
Uh, me, I love the game, and just as much as I love the game, I love, love the movie. Clue. The, for me, the movie is one of those cult classics that is better than there's any business being. Madeline Kahn, flames on the side of my face, flames. It just, it, she gets me. Tim Curry, amazing. And the game, too, is great. And I got some inside baseball for you. If you're Mrs. Peacock, she's one square closer than any other player to the first room. So there's, a, there's an advantage to being Mrs. Peacock in the game. Mrs. Go. Peacock. I, as far as Clue goes, the only thing I have to contribute to that was Clue is called Cluedo in anywhere other than North America, which is – we had an international listener, uh, a guest Walk of the podcast. Brazilian Clue. It was, he's from, I think the UK and he said Cluedo and I had to look that up. I was like, did he misspell something? But it is actually called Cluedo. The other thing was, I actually like the whole LSAT puzzle game strategy that Clue is. I'll just admit, I was never smart enough for Clue growing up, or at least I never had it. And I was just like, I don't get it. You know, it's one of those games where if you don't have the sheet, I, oh, I'm the sheet people, is key. I still, you need the sheet. Yeah, I would like draw on the sheet. I was a little kid when I had Clue, and I never had it as an older age. So, Zoe's Clue Junior, awful. Yeah, it doesn't translate. My number two, which is something I'm surprised that. Wait, are you a fan of the Clue movie? Because it's a quirky. We've quirky talked about movie. it on this podcast. I, I think I've seen it. Maybe. Ugh. Yeah, my number That's two. I'm surprised more people didn't write this in or tell me because we have a standing Sunday night game for the last year at this point of code names. I'm never invited. Sunday night, eight o'clock. You want to play? Sure. What's code names? Code names is kind of where the, it's in that taboo realm where you have two teams, you have one person who gets to, there's 25 words on a table and one person knows which nine words are yours another the other team knows which eight words are theirs and you have to give one word to connect a couple of them at a time so your team guesses your words there has been some epic battles over the years and i mean not that the game went well that people said something they're like this is fun i'm about to say inquiry withdrawn this is a good game. Sunday night, if you want to play, I'm telling you, it's fun because you have to know your audience. I mean, as recent as a couple months ago. And it's teams? Like it's code names, you and Jenna and I, or you go to every man for themselves? No, no, no. We, we've been doing boys versus girls. It's been fantastic. Do the girls it's win? The, the girls win all the time. They're really? very smart. Board games are a male gene. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what happens is, is they'll say something related. I mean, here's where I just screwed over the girls one time where the my clue was McGriff for two. And on the board was crime and dog. And I oh, think it wasn't in- Graves and Amansky. <laughs> <laughs> the girls are going, I have no idea what he's talking about. And the guys were like, wait a minute, what was this nickname? And they got it. But the girls do these clues with like reality stars and models. And they're like, well, because why would you say this model and not that one? It's a thinking man's, man's taboo, thinking person's taboo. You also, there's two player code names that Julie and I play all the time. And it's a different game altogether. But basically, code names is a lot of fun. I recommend it to all my friends. And it's a good way. Let's dance. All right, Sunday at eight. It's a standing Sunday. invitation. That is my number. Number two, Zachary. My, 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 my one was Monopoly. That was my no. dude. What do you got? That's your one. What is your so, one? Hold on. So you're, not your gonna, one? you're not going to get it. I'm a Baltimore kid. A game that I have literally played an hour ago. Rochambeau is not a Baltimore game. I Go feel on. like you're not going to like this answer. Not, not just lining them up and pushing them down, but Joe Babe also mentioned this. The game of dominoes as it's played for points is my number one favorite game. Where in Baltimore are you from? Where in Baltimore are you from? Because here, 
Yeah. We don't play dominoes. Okay. Well, where I'm from on the I, wrong side of the train tracks, I have friends that play dominoes and I've played with them. You're one? Do you know why it's my number one? Because if you ask me right now, let's play a game, you and I. I again, like I just taught Julia how to play dominoes. It's a game that you can gamble on, it's strategy, there's counting. Dominoes is definitely my number one favorite game. It, it could just be because I like playing it right now. But again, I don't think you know how to play dominoes is your problem. I, I basically know how to play. It's like Mahjong, but not. No. Mahjong is gin. Mahjong is literally the game of gin played with tiles. Do you, did you know that or no? Yes. Okay. Dominoes, what you're trying to do is you're trying to score multiples of five, and that's how you score points. So it's a lot of patterns. It's a lot of colors. It's a great game to... to I'm going to go across Broadway over to Wadsworth. I got a game over there. I'll practice. Let me defend this even further. And this gets back to what I was saying at the beginning of why I like games. It's a chill game, Zach. It is a game that you and I can play casually where we can... You play... The game is over... You can have an old E and you can have a St. Ives. It's OE, not old E. OE? OE. Old English, yeah. We don't say old Oldie. You That's say, weird. Wait, wait, speaking of you with your O, you were mortifying yesterday at the at the ball game because during the anthem you shouted O like an asshole. You're telling me I don't know this? Every single person who's on this chat listening knows I do that. And, and every single person at the game wanted to kick your ass, including the military guy in our section who would have <laughs> killed you. You know what? The fact that you didn't know that was coming is on you. I've never been to an O's game with an O's fan. I've been to two O's games in my life, and I don't recall that. The national fans don't do that? I guarantee uh, they probably no, don't. No, because it's O for Orioles. Yeah. They don't have an O in their name. Uh, right now. OMG, he did, Ron Cat. Absolutely. Want to get away? I wish I was in any other section at that point. I wish I yelled louder, and I'll do it again. So I know you will. Finishing up my Domino's rant, the thing with Domino's also is... Same thing with video games. I know this is board games. I want a game that's over in half hour. Give me a half hour and then we can play something else. We can start a new round. Dominoes, the game is over within 15 to 20 minutes. You play with four people, does not take away your experience playing with three, with two. Dominoes, a lot of fun. I think you just don't know how to play. I'll teach you one time. I cannot believe we're discussing dominoes. Look at the two of us. And, And if you want to get real technical, it's called Bones. With that accent, Bones? Bones, hon. Yeah, Samantha Samantha knows what's going on. Shelby knows what's going on. Always putting the O in. Joanne loves it. Yeah, maybe it's a little ethnic, but you know what? That's how I roll. I play Guess Who with 30 white people and four black people. I play Dominoes. That's how I roll. Good for you. Very good. Ready for the audience listener list? Dominoes did not make it onto there. But I will tell you, it was a... We don't have a diverse enough crowd of dominoes on there. We had over 30 people, actually, uh, granted, I had to reach out to most of you assholes, 30 (laughs) people that put their votes in, and there's some good ones we'll get to, but the top three were runaways. So... In descending order, number 10, Candyland. Which Awful game. It, it's a terrible game, but it's a good game if you're a parent to cheat in because you can stack the deck and make the game go quicker. Yeah, you that, can make your kid win easily. Great story. I know this episode's going long. I was playing it with my niece and she messed up one time where she went up where she was supposed to go down. She might have been five, maybe four. And I said, hey, oh. I mean, I was doing one of these where I'm on my phone just like, all right, yeah, okay, cool, yeah, yeah. And she goes, I said, wait, 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 wait. You're going wrong. She goes, no, I didn't. I said, yeah, you did. She goes, no, I didn't. I said, Madison, move your piece. She flipped the board as a five-year-old. Flipped. She went, I love her. I love her spirit. <laughs> That's a 12-year-old. She's not much Good better. No. But yeah. Next would be any better as a 23-year-old? No. So, but two, yeah. Three tantrums don't go away. Candyland is one of those where if you have little kids, no. Number nine 
is Guess Who, which we've already been over. Right. Number eight, The Game of Risk, which didn't make either of our lists. It's just too long. I'm, I don't have seven days in me. I'm with you. It's too long of a game, but the, everybody who picked Risk are the type of like people in your life that are just- Nerds. You, they would you, pick Risk. They're, they're nerds, but they're also the, like, the type of people who, if they would, you know, if a homeless guy died on the street and had $20 in his pocket, they'd be like, eh, he's not going to use that. You know, I'll take that 20. All, all these people, they'd sweep the leg, Johnny. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, of course. Number seven, which didn't make either our list is the game of sorry no didn't like it i didn't like it either you know a joke didn't play well via text message when i'm never sorry for anything (laughs) i asked people what their favorite games were and they'd say you know this game sorry this game and more than once i went are you apologizing for incorrectly texting or did you actually they're like no i meant the game sorry didn't get a laugh number six is the game of life which again fantastic game Number five, which I thought you would say, and I actually despise this game because the amount of screaming battles it causes is Scattergories. It's okay. The Red Rooster Robin. No, 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 no. no, no. I almost thought about putting Scrabble on mine, but I think Words with Friends is better, but go on. Number four, Scrabble. A lot of people like Scrabble. And the people who said Scrabble, I didn't think their vocabularies were the best. I don't want to do the math. I'm with you. Number three, I don't get it, Trivial Pursuit, because for me, I would rather go to, where is it, Big Daddy? Yeah. One of the bars where they just have Trivial Pursuit on the table cards, and you go through them while you're waiting for your food. That's all. Just asking questions. I don't need the game. I'd rather just ask the questions. Yeah. I won't say who, but I have a friend who's one of my smarter friends and one night got blasted high, so high. And he just sat there and goes, how about we play Trivial Pursuit? You seven versus me. <laughs> and I liked his chances. Really? I mean, he's Do I know his person? Yeah, we'll talk about it off air. <laughs> Number two is the game of Cluedo, as we talked about before. <laughs> and in a runaway, not even close, Monopoly. Number yeah, one. Not, not even close. I mean, it was one of those. All right. On an island is what I'm calling this next section is people who said something that I was like, I don't know, but maybe Samanda said cards against humanity, which I'll also throw in apples to apples. Thoughts? Fun. Fun. But after two years of it, I'm like, I don't ever. No, it's fun like one time or two times. Exactly. My buddy, Matt. Fun ones. I've never met her. (laughs) I have never met her, but she seems delightful. My buddy Schechter said the game of Operation, which... Oh, it's... Yeah, I mean, even as a fake doctor, my hand is basically shaking at all times. I was never... But I shoot with this hand. Uh, Yeah, it's all right. Joe Babe said Boggle. Boggle used to play with my grandmother. That's that's words with friends before it was a thing. Boggle was wrong. (laughs) So here's an interesting one, which my mother said, and I think I told you a story of how we had to get to my mother's choices. She said the game of Solitaire, which... I actually kind of like as a board game. I've seen people play it by themselves. Remember before iPhones, people would play solitaire at the airport. I remember seeing people play solitaire all the time. Mm. Nothing. I used to like solitaire on the computer, like the PC. When you win, it would fly at you. It was, you know, the cards would all just yeah, or, or, or they'd bounce spider solitaire. Absolutely. My Aunt Marlene said Parcheesi, which I'm not even sure how that I works. I don't know that. I think that's Apparently, a game. Julia told me today, Parcheesi is you just literally roll the dice and you move that many times until you get to the end. Apparently, that's the game. I, I've never known anyone who actually play Parcheesi. No Yahtzees? Any Yahtzees in the group? People, there's like one or two for Yahtzee. I played no, Yahtzee. Like Yahtzee. I taught her how to play Yahtzee. Yeah, that's the best part of it. Yeah. The same way when you're playing dominoes and you slam your domino and you go, domino bitches. That is literally the you best part. You call that crowd bitches? <laughs> you people? Uh, so uh, a friend of mine on Instagram, her name is Chandley. She said, I don't know if this counts, but the game of Twister, which you brought up earlier. It's very physical. Uh, it's, it's, it's in the board game section. Yeah, that's good. 
That game, though, you need three people. You can't play two people, and the game is more fun with two people, if you know what I mean. I don't. (laughs) Another one, which my buddy Stevie said, was the game Mousetrap. Here is why I hated Mousetrap. I hate Mousetrap. Do you know? We own Mousetrap. Again, the last Jewish person to do anything engineering, they hung to a cross. Yeah. I could never put that thing together to save my no, life. No, I could put it together. The problem is, it's just, you just go around the circle forever until someone wins. The rest of the game is just, you know, masturbation. You don't do anything. You just build up to it, and then it's, you know, somebody at the end gets to go, but it takes <laughs> Wait, forever. At the that, were you talking about masturbation? What were you? Uh... That, that, that's the entire game of, of Mousetrap. The, the build up, it takes forever, and then, you know, one person gets the thing. But there's no actual, like, strategy. It takes forever at the end where you go around the little loop, and then you so, hope to god the crank works all right the next one who gave us any suggestions is my buddy ko who you recently met because you helped me move excellent mover he gave me ko said the oldest answer possible and one of the one uh, no oldest popular game okay and one of the most recent popular games that nobody else said oldest game which is a phenomenon that nobody said because we're all too young is D&D Dungeons and Dragons which nobody said again the fact that he you know he's younger than us and he likes that okay god bless the other one Julie and I just a cape we went out one time with uh, one of her friends who's a little on the nerdy side and he we were talking about like oh what are you doing tomorrow and he goes "Uh, I have to make my piece for the next Dungeons and Dragons and he started talking I'm like wait hold on you make your own pieces and he goes do you not know how to play I was like I don't want to I would have done the Tommy boy you're not speaking my language little guy (laughs) Ko also said and this game I've played maybe once and it it is a lot of fun Settlers of Catan is a great never played it you're too old for it but it's one of those games where the board changes every time I'm too old for it that's painful the game came out I don't know 10 years ago I I know what it is but the cool part about Settlers of Catan same thing with code names is the boards literally are never the same because you're Mm. always dealing out however many cards and it's always the game always changes you can't have your Monopoly theory if you shuffle up the cards and they're in different places simple as that fair enough one more my buddy Jones said and I actually think this this should be in this it's the game of Uno because even though it's a card game it's not a playing card game Mm, Uno's never good. loved Uno. Never loved Uno. Uno's good. And I think I've told the story on the podcast, but you know they've updated that. I told you the story, I think. I was playing with my niece a couple years ago and was smashing her. I mean, I was up 15, 20 cards, and then she played switch hands and she was she goes Uno out. I was like, Are you are you fucking kidding me? That really just, just happened. Just leave the room, it's just walk. <laughs> Uno out. I, I didn't even well, that's the best part about Uno. Again since. <laughs> Uno Uno out is one of the best moves. When you're going like reverse, reverse, skip, draw two, Uno out. Oh, yeah, you just drop it. And then the last one, which was said by Shelby's husband, Andrew, the name of this show, great commercial, Don't Wake Daddy. Yeah, that's not a bad game. I couldn't tell you how the game is played. I just remember the commercial where the guy is sleeping and he goes, he sits up and I always use as my motivation, like, don't wake daddy. Ooh, Kerplunk, great game from the day. Forgot about that one. I think think there was a Kerplunk in there. There's a lot of intensity in Kerplunk. Closing thoughts? Nothing. Mets win again today. Pounded Harvey. Welcome back to City Field. How you doing? Thanks for listening. Booze your daddy. Yeah. We love these audience ones. This is fun. This Rate reviews. Fun. Make sure you tell everybody about these. We're going to be posting some stuff more online, Instagram, booze your daddy on Instagram. Follow us. If you have any good ideas, we'll do another one of these maybe in like a month or so. A lot of funny stuff going on. Sell your Bitcoin. Sell your Doge. Let's win. Let's win. Uno out. We out.